My book is here, whipping debt's ass. Are you broke? Do you feel broke? The age that you are and where you are in life. Do it align with your bank account. Are you robbing Peter, Paul, John, and the entire Bible just to live? In my book, Whipping Death's Ass, let me tell y'all. I specifically outlined the details of what I went through, how I was $50,000 in debt and I gave myself 12 months, one year y'all, and in 11 months, I was able to get out of $50,000 in debt and that debt was only three cars and three credit cards. Those six items was killing us. Whipping Debt's Ass is a quick read book. You can find it on Amazon for you Kindle readers. It's available on Kindle and my website, StanellaMoneyTherapist.com. The link to purchase the book is in the bio. Budget, save, invest, and live. Six years ago, my wife took nothing but an ideal and faith and turned it into a multi-million dollar business with multiple streams of income. As a woman possessed, she overcame all obstacles and created multiple streams of wealth that has impacted our family for generations to come. From mental health professional, to therapist, to author, to CEO, she is a constant reminder of the grace of God over her life. Get ready to listen to and take notes from Stanel, the money therapist, as she schools you on money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. No more excuses. Wake up! Thank you, Tony, for that great introduction. Welcome back to No More Excuses, Wake Up, where we talk about money, entrepreneurship, and life skills that was not taught. I'm your host, Danelle Myers, also known as Danelle, the money therapist. This week, we are discussing money, and we are discussing my book, Whipping Dust As We are in Chapter 7, Another Paycheck. I'm also recording, as well as my YouTube video, talking about my new book, Whipping Dust As Chapter 7. This chapter is Another Paycheck. Just reading a book, I'm realizing reading a book that my chapters are not that long. They're very detailed. Another paycheck, I wrote this because I realized that in order to get out of debt, you need extra money if you do not have enough money. And we hear that a lot. I'm going to read a little bit. The three years it took to launch my business were very difficult, likely because I found a for-profit and a non-profit agency simultaneously, not for a lack of preparation. My undergrad grant writing classes and doctorate courses in multidisciplinary leadership made me aware of the skill sets required to run an organization. And my doctorate courses is where I found my niche. I remember y'all. When I switched my doctor, it was in I, it was in psychology. I think I was getting a doctorate degree in psychology. Or when I switched that, because I'm telling you, I think the third year I switched because of that dad. When I forget those classes, it was it was horrible. I can't remember the classes. When I switched to multidisciplinary leadership, oh my gosh, it was like a new world. I was like, oh, this is this is where I'm at. This is what I want to do. Everything I'm doing to to today, right now, talking to you as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, from my multidisciplinary studies, it came from what I learned. 
it all knits together. It was well worth the five years of hard work and internships as I am who I am today because I have applied what I learned in college to run my companies. By the way, I decided to write my dissertation at the completion of my tutorial. I decided not to. I did not. So I did not write my dissertation and I say that in my books. I am a PhD author dissertation and I'm proud of that. I don't go around saying I have my PhD because I don't have my PhD, but I have all my courses, but I didn't do my dissertation. I didn't put it in a book, but I'm going to tell you real quick. I didn't do my dissertation because I had to make a decision at the time. And at the time when the businesses were running, again, I had a dream. God gave me these babies and it was these businesses. So at the time when I started the business, it was right when I was getting ready to start the dissertation. It was right there. And honestly, I had to make a decision and I had to make a decision to continue, it was a hard decision, but not that hard. Continue what I was doing for five years, seeing other people behind me that had their doctorate and they were working at a university, they were working at colleges, they were making good money. But what I saw in front of me except one person, and that's Dr. Carrie, love her. She taught me so much. She mentored me at Drexel University. She was the only person like in that that I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be. Everybody else, it seems like they were wearing the title, but not really happy in what they were doing and not really executing as far as the financial piece of it because having a doctor degree is expensive. And she was the only one that I saw. And that was just one person. So when I thought about it and I really decided to make this decision, it was like, okay, I already know what it looked like over here because I'm doing this with these businesses. I know how much these businesses are making and I know the lives they're changing. And for me, it was different because, you know, I know research came along with having a doctorate degree and I don't like research. I had to be truthful for what I, I don't like research other than me researching what I want to do, like with my book and all that, but researching and journals and all this, it's not my thing. I love reading journals, but I just, I didn't want to do that. I know it was a lot of work. Everybody like, oh, dang, you should have kept doing it. But guess what? The decisions that where I'm at today and having these businesses, these companies and my staff, I have over 30 plus staff. Just being a boss in that perspective, I'll do it again. And then even when I thought about it, they wanted me to go back to school and pay money and do classes and all that. And I just said, I'm going to write the dissertation and a dissertation with $20,000. I just thought that was bullshit. Let me go back to the book. So another paycheck. With both agencies up and running, I was receiving a paycheck from the nonprofit. Profit, but not for the for-profit. I was getting paid for the for-profit, but I couldn't afford to pay myself. I was doing well paying my bills and my monthly debt from the combination of other income. Still, I could not afford to pay myself from the for-profit. I would withdraw money from time to time, but that was that. That was nothing. Uh, and that's not even what you're supposed to do to as a business owner for for-profit. I had no system, no organization for my for-profit like I had for my non-profit. My non-profit was set up. Why? Because it had to be set up. You, you have other people. When you're dealing with nonprofit funds, you're dealing with funds that are coming from a higher level. In that perspective, you have so many different people that is looking at your books, they're auditing your financials, they're auditing the program, making sure everything is where it needs to be, what you're doing with the money, everything is in a percentage, my pay is in a percentage. Everything had to be aligned correctly. And then my for-profit wasn't like that because I didn't know what the heck I was doing and, and anything, I'm telling you, this took years of learning. Because I didn't have a system, I did not start paying myself from the for-profit until three years. 
started both of the business in 2015 together. And I didn't start paying myself on a paycheck until it was 2018. I paid myself what I could afford because I placed priority on making sure my staff was paid. So when I started paying myself, I wasn't paying myself much. My manager was getting paid way more than what I was paying myself. Even till this day, right now, my managers still get paid a whole lot of money. Once the company made more of a profit, I put myself on payroll. This is the teachable moment for all of you entrepreneurs at heart. I want you to get this. I had the ability to put myself on my payroll and I could not believe it. I can't believe it saying it right now to this day in 2023. It was amazing. The feeling was so good after working for three years that I was able to now put myself on payroll. And when you have a payroll company and you sign, you have your signature and your signature is all on it. It's on everybody's check. And that was cool. But to see my signature on my own check, I was like, oh my gosh, God, thank you so much. It was just so rewarding. You can do that too. You can. Even though I had been ready to give up many times, I was finally able to take home a paycheck. I could not tell you what I did with that money for the first year. I had no clue because I did not give my checks an assignment. One thing was for certain the money I made, the more I spent. Here I was double the income and nothing tangible to show for it. I did not even have an emergency fund. I was furiously with this new income when I should have been applying the entire check to our debt. Instead, many times we would get a part-time job to bring an extra income so it can help pay bills when our primary job is not enough on which to survive. Or maybe you have a job that offers overtime and the money is applied to help pay bills. This chapter is very important because sometimes we are blessed with another source of income, but without a plan, we end up missing a blessing behind those resources that God provided for us. The examples in this chapter are meant to show you what extra income is not to be used in order to change the way you look at your money. The way we see our money has nothing to do with how we spend the money, which is why you see people that win millions of dollars in a lottery and it's broke five years later. By changing my perception of money, I was able to pay $50,000 in one year. I said that in the book, but it was really 11 months. By building yourself up and altering your relationship with money, you too will see a change. As a general rule, when you are in debt, extra income should not be used for, and I have this in bold in the book. So extra income should not be used for vacations, purchasing hundreds of dollars of hair extensions and installations. I'm serious. Pedicures, get your toes polished and paint your nails yourself. It's cheaper. When we was getting out of debt, I didn't go to the nail salon. I couldn't afford to unless I was going somewhere that I budget for the nail salon and I put a budget for whatever that was because what I started to do and I'm going to get into that in the envelope chapter, I started to budget for things because I started to, when I started to really see how the money was trickling down, we paid off the credit cards. I was like, oh shoot. Oh, we got this surplus of money. And when I started filling them envelopes, I was able to fill the envelopes with a little bit more money because I didn't have the bills. I probably could have got out of debt in 10 months, to be honest with you, but I still wanted to be able to make sure that I had money that I wasn't, oh my gosh, I got to make this crazy decision. I wanted to make sure everything that I did, that it had an intentional plan attached to it. Buying outfits to go out to dinner, parties, vacation, no one no one cares what you wear. Like seriously, I'm, I'm, my birthday coming up, I'm getting ready to go on vacation and I can afford to, you understand? 
I can afford to, but my clothes, they're going to be cheap. They're going to come from Sheen. Ain't nobody doing all that. Ain't, ain't nobody doing all that. I'm going to be wearing a bathing suit all day anyway, so ain't nobody doing all that. And I have bathing suits that I'm going to cycle through. You got to just make sure that when you're in debt, you don't have time to try to fit with the rest of the people in debt because they in debt too. So expensive clothes for yourself, for your kids, expensive sneakers. Michael Jordan is already rich and he does not need your money. <laughs> That's in my book. Electronics for yourself or your kids. Excursions at your local beach, such as Jet Scan or Boat Rental. Just chill out, lay on the beach, put your feet in the water, dip in the water, relax. These are all the ways I misuse money. All of these things I was spending my money on, none of these were assisting me with the debt or helping me to build wealth. Once you're out of debt, you can catalog these things and manage your spending with the system more on the later. Like I said, I started just putting everything in categories and putting them in envelopes. To manage my spending, I took each check and applied it to my debt and only my debt. That means no movies, going out to dinners, no play money. I had no purpose for money and that was to pay off my debt. I gave you an example how to manage your money. If you have a MasterCard with a $4,500 balance, your extra paycheck or overtime check is $3.95. And when I say extra paycheck, let me make it clear. If you are doing something, whatever you're doing extra to make money. Right now, when I wrote this book, there was no DoorDash. There was not the, the grocery shopping for people. They're making money. My daughter actually do that in college and she gets her money right away. And she makes 150 dependent or 200 depending where you are, a day. And she'll shop all day after her classes to make up this money. And it's almost like if you're going to go out there and you're going to work in a restaurant and you get in tits, well, you know what you're getting before you get it is better. Because when you're working at a, uh, a restaurant and a table, you don't know if people are going to really tip you. But you know how much money you're going to get when you're taking that job right away. You know what your tip is. Basically, it's a tip it's going to be for shopping for somebody. When I say that, that's another paycheck, not a college student. But if you already have a job and you're trying to get out of debt, and you want to do something like that, you're going to take that money and you're going to use this formula that I'm about to give you and you're going to get out of debt. But let's say you have a MasterCard that's $4,500. You have an extra paycheck or overtime check is $395. You send MasterCard the entire $395. Now your balance went from $4,500 to $4,105. So $4,500 minus $395 is $4,105. You send MasterCard your next bi-weekly paycheck of $395 and it brings your balance down from the $4,505 to $3,710. After doing this for five months, five months y'all, five months, come on now, five months, that's not a long time. Your MasterCard is now paid in full. You see that? You see what I did? The money you sent, the faster you can whip down the debt. Apply this concept with any extra income you receive. And then what you're going to do with that MasterCard, depending on where you are. Now, when I wrote this book, I say cut it up. If you know yourself and you're not good with credit, cut it up. If you know and you are good with credit, you might have used that MasterCard. You might have lost your job and used that and it got out of hand or something. If you're good with credit and you're going to pay that balance, then just make sure that you put in that in your spreadsheet. Okay, I do have a spreadsheet. It's on stanettamoneytherapist.com. Upload the spreadsheet. I have a video. I teach you about the spreadsheet. And anytime if you do use that credit card, make sure that you are putting that amount inside that spreadsheet. That way you are calculating what you are using because that's how people credit get crazy because they're not calculating that in their debt. It's still debt. So if you know you spent $1,000 in a month, 
Did you budget that $1,000? Did you put that in? And then you're like, oh, I only get them $50. No, that's a problem. And then your credit all screwed up. And we're going to get to that chapter too. What I want you to do is make sure that when you're budgeting, use my spreadsheet. When you're budgeting, you're putting that in. You see how this MasterCard just got paid off super quick? This MasterCard got paid off super quick five months, six months top because you used that other paycheck. You didn't use the other paycheck for excursions. You didn't use the other paycheck for hair extensions to get your nails done. Listen, my eyelashes is $150 every three weeks. If I get my nails and toes done together, that's like $150. And I can give you a great example. This month alone, I spent between my eyelashes and for somehow it all happened together. My eyelashes, my hair, I got my locks redone two days ago and my nails. My hair was 250. So let me just try to do quick math. 253, four. I spent like $600, right? That's because I have it. Let's get that clear. I don't have any car debt. I don't have these issues. Come on, people. Let's get this clear. If I had another paycheck, I I couldn't do this before. Have y'all seen my hair? I could not do this years ago. Put things in perspective, people. <laughs> my money to stay true to this process and watch the debt get smaller. You will feel one or two emotions. Either happy to see the debt disappearing or set with yourself as you try to figure out how you got so deep in debt in the first place. Remember that if you stick to applying any extra money to your debt, in time, it will disappear. Trust and believe that if you stick to your debt, and I am talking about in chapter seven, another paycheck, right? Take that money, apply it to your debt, knock that debt out. You're gonna take it. I'm gonna get into the other chapters where you're doing the actual smaller one, not the higher one. Some people use the higher. I use the smallest because you can get out of it quick. So if your MasterCard $4,500 and that is the smallest, then attack it. If you have something that is cheaper, attack that before your MasterCard or whatever it is. And this example in my book, Whipping Debt's Ass, Another paycheck, use it to get out of debt. Another paycheck, chapter seven, whipping debt's ass. No more excuses, wake up. Thank you for listening to No More Excuses, Wake Up. If you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Spotify. To learn more about me and my different agencies and what I do, go to StanelleMyersEnterprises.com. While you're there, check out Money Therapy Institute and watch my video where you will see me doing a little acting, showing you how I fought and kicked down closed doors. You can also click on Stanetta Money Therapist and get my free budget spreadsheet. And of course, you can email me at contact at StanettaMoneyTherapist.com. I'm also on social media on Facebook at Stanetta Money Therapist and Instagram at Stanel, the money therapist. No more excuses. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Wake up. Hey, smart people. 
I have a three-month one-on-one personal or business coaching program. As you all know, I paid off $50,000 in debt in one year. I will teach you how I stayed out of debt using my burner method and personalized spreadsheet I created to fit my lifestyle and keep me on track. You will learn how to understand your money communication style using my financial treatment plan. Also, if you own a small business and you feel stuck with cash flow or feel disorganized, I teach business owners and self-employed entrepreneurs such as yourself to financially maximize your money, build wealth using your business income, and retire working on the business while your business continues to run, such as myself. You can book a call with me. The link is in the show notes.